Episode 17, DJI Update and Rumors, Canadian Drone Hub, June 15, 2019. Got that coming right up. On Saturday, June 15th, I gave my weekly DJI update and rumors to Canadian Drone Hub. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and listen to the entire broadcast. Uh, in one wire signal versus... Oh, Bill, how you doing? Hey, good morning. I, I was turning my honey-do list into a honey-done list. because uh, Okay. Father's Day weekend, so I had to uh, pressure wash the driveway. <laughs> you know what that's a good father's day gift to pressure watch well yeah you know i gave that father's day gift to my wife my wife's father so my father-in-law so so they're gonna have a nice clean driveway to pull into tomorrow but, <laughs> but the moral of the story is down in florida you need to start work outside before 10 a.m okay because if you do it after 10 forget it well yeah. i started we started after 10 <laughs> <laughs> that's just one that's just one of those things goes goes to show you okay <laughs> so how's it going bill pretty good uh, had a lot happen this week i mean we had the had that um robomaster s1 and i know i think one of the best comments i saw you know it, and i'm a little biased it was paul he put a great comment out there you know about how, what a great educational tool this is and and really that's what you have to look at this as this is and it's actually kind of smart if you think about it on dji's part because they're encouraging young kids to get into, I mean, it encourages like engineering, there's physics involved, there's uh, programming um, as far as computers is involved with this. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot to this. So, right. I mean, you know, it, you know, and a lot of people have said, you know, th th this has been around for years, DJI's technology, yeah, and, and it's true, but you know, it's in a, it's in a format, like if you look at the preview video, even preteens with helps of adults can figure out how to program this, which is which is fantastic because, you know, where are the future engineers going to come from? OK, they're going to come from products like this that DJI comes out there and markets with. Now, I had a whole plethora of comments on my video that I put out, um, you know, oh, again, DJI is spying on us. And I said, well, I told you know what I told my wife? I said, yeah, they're going to see all the dust bunnies on my floor. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, it, it's like this whole conspiracy theory, sky is falling, you know, kind of stuff. I'm like, get over it, people. You know, it's like, you know, like I, I talk about the drones. I'm like, okay. So everybody gets to see every fun. square foot with some of the lake in my backyard. All right. You know, what's the, what's the big deal with this? All right. So <clears> same here. And, and I also had uh, another comment about, well, you know, we're, we're anti-guns in school, and, and this is a gun, and I'm like, oh, come on. You know, let, let's just not even go there with this, guys. That, that was just – I thought, you know, a good subscriber of mine, but he's just saying, you know, I hate to bring this up, but, you know, and, and that kind of that, – that comment kind of died. It was more towards the end of, oh, you know, you know DJI is, is just trying to, you know – there were all kind of tangents on this one. You know, oh, the DJI, the market, the drone market is dead. So they're, they're branching out into different things because they just came out with the camera. And now they're coming out with this uh, robotics S1. And well, one of the other things that I thought about with this, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on this because I have something else I really want to talk about is, you know, 
to really be effective with these, and if you look at it, you need to have more than one of these. Because if you look at the film and if you look at the promo clip, you know, you saw a family there, two kids, and they were competing against one another. It, it, that's what you need with this. I mean, because it has these sensors and these shields and, and all this other kind of kind of stuff on it. So, you know, what I thought DJ should have done is buy one, you know, get another one, get a discount on getting a second one, but they've already sold out. And, you know, well, of course, you know, the, the, and I and I love him to pieces. Rick Smith from from Drone Valley, he got one because you know he, at, at at heart. And if you're watching Rick, you know I, I know you'll take this the right way. You're just a big kid at heart, and, he, and he's always told me that. So, yeah. so you know it's going to be good to see some of these things, but you know I, I don't want to belabor the point of this. You know it's an educational tool, especially for for teens and preteens, especially with adult guidance. That's where. That's where this is, okay. And, if, and as an adult, you want to get one and, and go for it. You know that that's you know that's and explore it. That's that's absolutely fine. The big thing to me this week was the big news was about the Mavic Air, and the Mavic Air being on sale at Target for um, you know just a just an insane price of five hundred and forty dollars. Well, I had a subscriber sent me send me a picture of one that our targets out on the west coast of the United States were selling them for clearance. This is brand new, sealed, for $399. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was just, what? That's 50% off the retail price. And, you know, everybody, well, my good friend Ron Brown from um, Zeno Nation and Ron Brown's channel, he said 100%. You know, th this, is, this is a bellwether. Something's coming, uh, you know, and and, and I 100%. It, it, there, there is something coming with this because for, for them to knock off 50% off of this and then you go out to DJI's website right now and, you know, they, they're still having their sale. I think their sale runs through maybe the 19th. I'm not real sure. But uh you know you can't even buy the spark on the website anymore from on dji's website you have to go either on amazon or maybe if you're lucky some of the big box stores like i know target was out of sparks when i was there because I, I actually went to my local target last night to see if they had any to see if they had a, had that 399 clearance but he said they sold their last one like two or three days ago and they're not expecting any. And the other real interesting thing was, and this was the electronics manager said, we were told by corporate, we're not getting any more in. So, um, you know, everybody will always say, you know, about, about this. Well, you know, they're, they're, they're just doing this to increase demand and everything. Well, if they're being told they're not getting any more in, then something else is coming. And, you know, and like I said, and I talked about this, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, that they're coming out with two iterations. They're going to come out with a Spark 2, and it's going to have what, you know, what was talked about on Drone DJ. It's going to have the increased flight time on it. It's going to have the 4K with a three-axis gimbal on it, you know, the, the two more minutes of flight time, maybe some new ESCs, maybe some quieter props, that kind of thing. It's going to be a lot of tweaks to the original Spark, which will be great. And maybe they'll add some more of those, you know, like dronies or, you know, what some of those features software wise, because they want to keep something in an entry level price at the same price. And, and I, that's what I see happening. But I also see, you know, and I feel really strongly about this now, especially since 
you know, it looks like the Mavic Air is is gonna is gonna go. Um, that the Mavic Air is gonna be no more. That it's gonna be called the Spark Two Pro, and it's gonna have it's gonna look like the Mavic Air. It's gonna have all the features and functionality of the Mavic Air, but it's gonna be completely upgraded. It's gonna have the quieter props. It's gonna have mini SDs. It's going to have better runtime, and it's probably, and this is just a wild guess on my part because that body, you know, could, probably can fit OcuSync, OcuSync 2.0, which would make it compatible with DJI Smart Controller, okay? And, you know, and, you know, it, and a lot of people, you know, just say, oh, you know, where are you getting all this from? Where are you make?" I says, think about it from a business standpoint, and, and, and this is where I tell people, you, you need to put your business hat on first, not your drone fan hat. You need to put your business hat on, okay? The Mavic Air has not met the sales expectations of DJI. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just pure and simple, okay? They thought that because they slapped the name Mavic on there, that it was going to bring that name brand recognition. Like, you know, when you think of a Phantom, all right, that, you know, instantly you're thinking you're going to get like Mavic Pro quality with the Mavic Air. It, you didn't get it, okay? It didn't materialize. It didn't happen. You know, it wasn't even close to what the Mavic, Mavic original Mavic Pro was. I mean, really, um, you know, and, and, I, and I flew both. You know, I had the Mavic. I, I owned the Mavic Pro and I flew a Mavic Air for a couple of weeks. They weren't even close. N not even, not even close in terms of capabilities video everything i mean it, it just it was just you know not not even there so for me you know this is why i'm saying you know th this is one of the big reasons why i'm saying you know did i just they want to cut the strings from that name from the mavic name because you know the mavic 2 is just selling through the roof whether it's the mavic 2 pro the zoom the enterprise series you know, they're selling, they, they can't get enough of them out the door fast enough. And especially, you know, with the smart controller as an addition onto that, you know, that's like, you know, that's like the most perfect piece of bread and getting some, getting the, the best golden butter you can ever put on it. I mean, it just, it, they, they just go together so incredibly well. So that's why that, that's, that's a big thing. They're cutting that name out. Because you know it, it is it is it wasn't it wasn't a good connotation from them. They just didn't it just didn't bring up a good you know the, the, the good name vibe. You know like like we talked about name brand like Coca Cola okay or Nike you know as far as that's concerned. You know Bill Bill yeah. do you do you think that if they do that, which is I think is a smart move for them, and and make the uh, uh, Spark Two. Or the Spark Pro look more like that and be able to have OcuSync that then they can also utilize the smart controller with that aircraft. Oh, absolutely, Paul. Well, you know, one of the things that I've been kind of pestering DJI about is, you know, I have a Phantom 4 Pro V2.0. And DJI has had because I tweeted them, you know, months ago. And they said, yes, eventually it will be compatible with the smart controller. So I'm waiting for that day when I get official word that yes, there's a firmware update and yes, I can use a smart controller with my Phantom 4 Pro V2.0 because I'll tell you what, you know, you know, the regular Mavic 2 controller is great, but I'll tell you what, when you start using the controller from the, the smart controller, okay, for me, the feel, the tactile, ta the tactile feel of the controller, the sticks on there, it's the best controller I've ever used. And I'm just not saying it because of the screen, just the, the sticks on there. They are, they are the most responsive sticks on any drone I've ever flown. 
And that includes the Mavic Pro, Mavic Air, Spark, everything. It just and, and to be able to translate that over to the Phantom and be able to use that on the Phantom 4 Pro V2.0, that's going to be fantastic. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just it, – it's just and, – and, and here's the other thing. You know, I, I'm – you know, people were like, oh, you know, they didn't come out with a drone. They didn't announce a drone. You know, and I've always told people this, and, and I've said this so many times. If I got paid $5 for it, I could retire tomorrow, okay? I've always said that whenever DJI holds an event like the past two, whether it's when it's online, when it's web or online only, it's not going to be a drone, okay? They, they do, they do pomp, I'll call it pomp and circumstance. They do pomp and circumstance. You know, when they're coming out with a drone, they're pulling out all the stops, okay? And they did. When they did the Mavic 2, when Valerie and I went there last year, it was like it was a first class event. It really was. And they, and they had they had some big wigs from DJI there. And, you know, it was very professionally done. And it was just, you know, it, it could not have been produced any better. And it, it was it was one of those th event things that you remember. And, you know, when they introduced the DJI Osmo Pocket, they did have an event for that, but it was a very small one. So, you know, when they do these things, they when they do the the drone the drone releases these are always going to be un unless it's unless it's like an upgrade like for example when they came out with the phantom 4 pro obsidian and they came out with the mavic pro um uh the, the upgraded mavic pro version with the new quieter escs and props okay you know those were what i call again soft releases only on the web you won't that, that's that's the only only thing that you saw with that so you know that, that's what that's what that's one thing that I want to let people know about. You know, it's like I I, I wish I, I had five dollars for every time I've said that because people they still were out there talking about and lamenting the fact that this wasn't a drone again. And in a video I did when I did on the on the RoboMaster, I said this is June, people. We still have six months left for the year. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're in the USA or in Canada or in the UK or Australia. There's still six months left for this year. Okay. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of great technology that's coming from DJI. That's almost verbatim for what I said for my video. I mean, and there is, I mean, there is just, they have so much, we have so much to look forward to the second half of the year from them. It's not funny. And, you know, I still say, you know, there's going to be an Inspire 3 at some point in time this year come out from them. I don't know when. I'm thinking towards the latter part of the year. And I'm thinking that DJI is going to come out with a with a Phantom replacement at the same time. It's going to be like a dual release because, as you know, when they came out with the Inspire 2, they came out with the Phantom 4 Pro at the same time, and it was a dual release. And they did that over in Los Angeles because, again, you know, cinematography, film-based, that's where they had that release. So I expect something like that later in the year. But next month, we're going to see a Spark 2 and a Spark 2 Pro. Um, pricing on that, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to say that the Spark, the, the Spark regular Spark 2 is going to be start out at $499. Um, you know, and the Spark 2 Pro, you're probably going to see that start out at $799. They're going to keep very similar pricing structures. Uh, for for what they had because they want to keep they want to keep that pro under a thousand dollars okay now by the time obviously if you get like a fly more combo with it it's probably going to approach that nine hundred and ninety nine dollars kind of a thing but the added benefit of this is if they have OcuSync 2.0 on there which is it, it it's it's a high wish but if it's on there it means it means it will be compatible with a smart controller.
So, you know, that's my, that, that's my big thing for today is, you know, is, is this Mavic Air. And if, if you go out to, you know, I highly encourage you, you know, if, if you have a target in your area, call them up. Don't go there. Call them up first to see if they have any in stock. If 549 is a good price for you, grab one. And who knows? They may you may get lucky. And they may have one on clearance for three ninety nine. I know. Yeah, wouldn't it? If you if you had a list of those places, Bill, you'd be a hero. Oh, I would. You know. Well, here's the th here's the thing, Paul. I wish I could could ha have an affiliate link for every time somebody <laughs> would buy something off it. Well, I had so many people go out this week. I had emails from from so many people this week that said that they went to Target and bought it for five hundred and forty nine and thanked me, but apologized because. There wasn't a um, affiliate link that that I couldn't get compensated for. I said, you know what? At this point, you know, I'm happy to be able to spread some news like that because you know, getting a drone is always a good thing. And if I found it for three ninety nine, you bet I would get one too. Oh, sure, sure. I, I think I think everybody'd like to have a, a an air for five ninety nine or three ninety nine. You know, three forty nine or whatever you said. Well. Um, I know. Just jump in for a second. I gotta. Uh, I gotta go. I'm gonna run. Gotta meet some people at the Rock Quarry. Okay, uh, John. You guys all have a great day. It was great seeing everyone. Bill hey, 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 John. Hey, John. If Hi, you're John. heading to the quarry, say hello to Fred and Barney for me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll try to take some snapshots or something up there. Maybe I won't get in trouble. Okay. Well, if I can fly the drone, I will, but they said no yesterday, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, John. Bye-bye. You guys all have a great day. It's great seeing you all, and uh, sorry I haven't been in. Just been busy at work. Hopefully uh, things will calm down after the vacation in July, but, and I'll be around during the vacation in July, so I'm okay. not going anywhere. Okay. All right, guys. See ya. Bye, Bye all. See you, John. Bye. Yeah, Bill, I tell you, if, if – uh, you know that that's just and Val. I know she's been looking for, you know, a spark or something like that to to get into the DJI series. If she could find if Val, you might want to. You you have a target? Is it Target? Did you say, Bill? Yeah, it's Target. If you have a target out there, you might want to find out if they're doing any clearance. Tell them tell them you had somebody that works at Target tell you to call and see about the clearance. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I would love to get it, but the first thing I have to do is get out east and up to Canada. Then maybe some money will free up. <laughs> well, even if you could buy it that cheap, you could probably turn around and sell it online and make some more money to go to Canada. <laughs> maybe, man, maybe. Well, you know, that's, a, that's a, another good place to probably look, but I always caution people um, – well, drone forums are a great place. There's like the the, the Mavic Pilots Forum. There's the um, there's a Phantom Pilots Forum, Spark Pilots Forum. Th those are good places, and they have good classifieds there. But my big thing with them, and it's you know, and especially like on Facebook and also on um, you know on Craigslist and things like that, use PayPal. Use that's the best way to protect yourself. Yep. Because you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to go ahead and spend that money and find out it was a scam and you're getting nothing and you lost your money. So, or you're, or you're getting a damaged item or whatever. Yeah. yeah. There was a, there was a big company in New York city that kind of had a, like a DJI storefront and they got shut down. Uh, the federal government came in um, and shut them down because they were just, they were horrible. They advertised like big discounts and stuff. They were selling damaged drones as brand new. And yeah, you can't, 
you can't get away with that kind of stuff for too long. I went out there and I checked it out and I'm like, before I got my Phantom 4 Pro V2.0 and I was like, oh, this is a good site. And then I went out to look at the Better Business Bureau. It had an F rating from the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> oh, yeah, that kind of, that was, that was my first clue. But you know, the yeah. other good place to look for, um, for drones is eBay. And, and, you know, my, my big thing with eBay is, you know, look after sellers that have, have a high, you know, high number of sales and a high, high approval rating as well. I have a pretty high approval rate. I have over a thousand feedback and it's all hundred percent positive. I've been on since 2001 on eBay. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing you go for somebody that's, that's had experience because you'll see, because when I went out there looking for Phantom 4 Pro V2.0s, you know, I would see like a brand new one at this great price, but somebody like had under 10 feedbacks and I'm like, no, no, you, you don't, you don't, you don't get something with that kind of a high dollar value off of somebody like that. You go after somebody that's had, had a lot of feedbacks and, yeah. and has it, been on eBay for a while. Mostly primarily also is very much, I, if not a hundred percent, I'd be surprised. PayPal. <clears throat> oh yeah. They, they own PayPal. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's like, it's like hand in glove. It's one, it's one of those things. And, you know, it's, it's always, it's always a good thing. Well, you know, it's like, I've told people, I said, you know, it's, you know, eBay does get their cut, but for me, you know, in, in terms of selling a drone, um, you know, I had made affiliate money and this was before I, I was able to convert it and get cash from it. But um, with DJI, I actually go. I actually bought a Mavic 2 Pro, brand new, and then sold. Turned around and sold it on eBay, and I got and I got a good price for it too. So, you know, but it was brand new, shrink wrap on it, whole nine yards. Um, you know, and that was before. See, you, when you reach a certain level with DJI, a certain number of sales, they convert you over to a cash system. But until you get to that level of sales, you have to use. They give you what DJI credits, okay, and. The only thing you could do is buy buy things in the store. Well, I ended up buying a drone and ended up selling it. So it ended up, you know, win, being a winner in the long run. Nice. Well, not drone related, but I chatted with my daughter last night. She's two weeks at her due date is two weeks from today. Okay. And things are pretty, she said her ankles a little swollen and she's a little tired. But other than that, things are progressing very nicely for her. So we're, we're like, you know, we're crossing our fingers and toes and saying some prayers and just, you know, um, you know, and I told them, I said, my number one piece of advice these last couple of weeks, get some rest because you're going to need it. <laughs> you're oh, going to yeah. need every single second of rest. <laughs> I would not right. tr trust me on that. Times three. Okay. My th I have having three kids. Bill, but, did um, you see, okay, uh, I'm very happy for your grand, uh, for your, uh, for your daughter. daughter. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I wish you all the best also for a very healthy birth. That's for thank sure. You, thank you, Roger. We're, we're all, you know, the, the, every, all the reports from the doctors are good. And, um, doctor said, you know, if it's not, if, if she doesn't have it by like the 28th, um, they're going to induce labor on the, uh, on the 29th because she's really full term. The doctor said the baby's baby's um, her last visit ready to go. So, yeah. you know, that, that's good. That's always good to hear, especially this close out. And then of course my wife couldn't, we couldn't go up for her baby shower, but she said her baby shower was great. And, um, you know, they're just, they're, they're just real excited and it's a great time and it's a fun time for them. So, um, we're going to be going up to Ohio, 
probably about a week or so after they get home because we want to give them some time to get acclimated and situated and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, totally. just to get back into things. Well, my son-in-law, he's a real drone fan, okay? He doesn't have one yet, yeah. but, you know, I I'm hopeful of, of maybe getting enough money one day to get get one together and get it to him and surprise him with it. I think he'll 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 really like that. He's just – he's – a great guy. He takes such good care of my daughter. He he is just fantastic. They had um just a real quick story about them. They he his dad has a property in southern Ohio where he um has a tree farm down there and they have a cabin on there. Well, my daughter slipped, fell, broke her ankle, and my son-in-law picked her up, took her to the emergency room. Um, he's former army and I need some help. He was real loud and everything. Ended up, she needed surgery from that. So he took fantastic care of her. And about two months later, well, now I want to say two months later, probably about six months later, um, it was three days before they were scheduled to come down to Florida to visit us for Christmas. He was in a, it was in a car accident, which by all rights, he should have been killed in. Uh, mm -hmm. a, he was in his father's F-350. And if you know, about Ford's, that's a huge truck. That's a big truck. And he was hit from behind, pushed out into an intersection and hit by a semi that was going 50 miles an hour. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh -huh. Yeah. He should have been dead. And probably one of the things that probably helped him out, he was wearing big work overalls and it was wintertime and okay. he didn't have any cuts on him, but his two big injuries were he broke his right femur, which he had to have a rod put in, but then the airbag exploded yeah. And it burned his eyelid and he's had to have, I don't know, untold surgeries on his eyelid uh, to get that right. And um, they went after the uh, manufacturer and were able to get a settlement out of court because um, that really, it burned, it literally burned his eye. He has a tattoo for an eyebrow. Oh there. my God. And yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, enough, enough of that yeah. stuff. It's, I just wanted to, you know, we got hey, we got so much to look forward to this year. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, did you ever see that thing about the hopper from DJI? No. Here's that link. Check out this link. You might be able to screen share it too, Roger. Well, no, I just put the link in there. He'll see it there. Uh... Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. And that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, me yeah, too. Uh, yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> that really is incredible. I mean, look at how nimble that thing is. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a completely different beast right there. That re that really is. I mean, that that's wow. It's not that's for sale. I can't find it anywhere for sale or anything. But I think it's just the show what's coming up next, probably. Yeah, I, they, but yeah, I, I it has a DJI controller there too, so. Yeah. I think DJI is smart in the fact that they brought out the RoboMaster, and I think that they're moving forward into robotics and and smart uh, things. And I think you're going to see that coming out next. Yeah, art. You know, the artificial intelligence is is where it's headed. And, yeah. and 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 see, you know, and it's like, you know, let's go for instance here. And I'm glad you shared that with me, Roger, because you know that brings up a great point with DJI. They don't play their hand. You know, it's like playing poker. For those of you that play poker, you don't yeah. show your hand right away, especially if you got a good one. Okay. You kind of hold back a little bit here. Yeah. Well, yeah. DJI does that all the time. Okay. You know, yeah. 
it's like when they have the Phantom 3, then the Phantom 3 Advance, and the Phantom 3 Pro, and they did the same thing with the other Phantom, the Phantom 4, Phantom 4 Advance, Phantom 4 Pro, that kind of thing. I see this here with the RoboMaster S1, and I see them coming out with accessories to be able to do this, okay? If you if you look at it, you know, this is a whole, this is a put together kit from, from scratch. You need to put everything together when you do it. And there's a lot of parts to it. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised that there's a modification to that to do exactly what we just saw. And the thing of it is, Bill, if you look at that link again, it's sitting on a case like you get from DJI with the Enterprise series. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to be a commercial, put your camera on it, whether it's a DSLR or a video cam or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, think of the possibilities of this, being able to do these kind of what, what you can do with this. And then, you know, on top of that, programming it and, and yeah. having, you know, with artificial intelligence, it's just, off, you know, it's just off the charts, what you can do with this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and see, this is the good kind of thing. And, and I can't emphasize this enough with this RoboMaster is the educational aspect. And, and I still go back to the great comment you left, Paul, you know, you can't under understate the fact as far as educational is concerned, because, you know, for me and, I, and I'll go way back. All right. You, you probably all know how old I am. All right. Yep. Go back to 1976. Had my first computer in, in, in high school. It was it was a Hewlett Packard. It looked like an oversized typewriter yep. with a one line strip on it. All right. And we had um, basic was a programming language. All right. And we had cards and we had pencil to, to mark our cards and to be able to do things like, for instance, you know, I drew the symbol of my favorite hockey team. You know, we had to do it with asterisks, you know, draw something like that. I had to do a weather program, I had to do, um, you know, baseball standings, um, you know, and, and computational stuff with it. And, and it really, it, it clicked a bell with me. I liked it. And that's how I got into computers. And this is the same thing that a RoboMaster is going to do for some for some yep. kids. Yep. It's going gonna, it's gonna to click the bell on them and say, you know what? I like programming, or maybe I like physics, or you know, I like electronics, and, and you know, and get the get the ball rolling with them. Yeah, you know, our, our future stars are just going into the first grade now. You're right, right? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, Paul. I mean, it's just like there's so much to look forward to with that. There really is. I mean, yep. it just, you know, I, I can't emphasize that enough. Yep. Uh, you're going on tonight, right? Bill? What's that? Are you on Saturday nights now? Yeah. Well, I, I actually, I do have a show on tonight and that's, I'm glad you brought that up, Roger. How you, you probably know Sally French. She's known as the drone girl. Um, yep. I'm going to have her on at 5 PM Eastern time today. Uh, it was the only time she has such a busy schedule. It's sure. off the charts. And I was able to secure her and had her on. Now, she was my very first guest ever that I had on. In fact, she was on my very first show ever on Tuesday Night Rotor Talk Live over a year ago. And I had horrible bronchitis that night. It was just, I, I was just, I was just horrible. But she was great. She was a great guest. And I'm looking forward to having her on because she's so knowledgeable. She's very friendly and, you know, very proactive, you know, and, you know, I, I had sent her some questions ahead of time. And, you know, one of the questions that I asked him is, you know, how can we get more people involved, especially women and young, young girls involved with drones? And we're going to, we're going to spend some time talking about that tonight because, you know, while, you know, it, it has, this has a tendency to be a male dominated hobby, but you know what? Getting women involved with this, I think, you know, it, where's the next Gail Ornstein, you know, as far as like a, 
a drone journalist is is going to come from. It's going to come from getting young teens and, and teens, um, you know, females involved and interested in something like this. Because, you know, who's to say, you know, you just, just don't limit things to just a male you know, this is something that can, you know, be wide open to females as well, too. And, well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my Valerie more interested in getting one I'm, slowly but surely. It's been taking a year and a half, two years, but I'm, I'm getting her there. But but yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to having Sally on tonight. She's going to be she, it's going to be 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's 2 p.m. Pacific for her because she's out. Of, she's out of San Francisco. Her schedule is just just she she's going to, she's taking classes and then next thing you know she's in hong kong for something and okay. um you know she has a very active blog that she writes she's out on twitter um every day and that's where i that's why you know she sees me all the time on twitter that's where she says she spends most of her time out there and on instagram um, she's not on facebook a lot but she's on twitter and instagram a lot so um you know definitely check her out she always drops some great she's one of the things when I go out and look for drone news every day, the the places the number one place that I go to besides drone DJ is I go I go to see I go to see her uh, I go to see what Sally has out there for the day because you know she always puts some good articles out there some some very thought provoking articles and some great news so you know that's something that I highly recommend. Um, sure. You know, last Saturday I had on um, had on Ron Brown and Marcus Crawford. Um, and they're getting to be regular, regular co-hosts on my show, like not only on Tuesday nights, but, um, you know, we had a great time. Well, this past Tuesday, it was real interesting. Um, Google Hangouts was having a real issue and YouTube was having an issue on Tuesday night. And I couldn't start my live stream until about like 830 or so on, on Tuesday. But uh, we ran about an hour and a half. It was a great it was a great one. And, you know, we were talking we spent a lot of time talking about RoboMaster, but also on the Mavic Air and everything. Now, what's real interesting is I look at my live stream and data from that. I'm a I'm a I'm a data geek. Okay, I, I just you know I, I majored in minored in data analysis, you know, and statistics, and I, I look at these things and I try to digest them to see how I can help the channel. Well, normally on a normal stream that I get, I'll probably get anywhere from 450 to 500 views after it comes out, which I think, which I consider it successful considering, you know, the time length of something like this. Okay. Now the ones that I've gotten my highest ratings from were when I had, um, Rick Smith from drone Valley, I would get 650 or 700. Okay. Which I thought is just through the roof. My live stream last I checked before I got on the air right now, last I checked, and this was from Tuesday night going on at eight 30, I had 1,800 views on that, okay? Cool. Yeah, cool. that's just, you know, and, and, I, and I'm asking Valerie, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to do, I said, do you think I should try to start maybe like at 8.30 or something? And she says, why not? So um, I'm going to start Tuesday Night Rotor Talk Live. I'm going to start as an experiment starting this week at 8.30 to see if maybe that, that kind of spurs on that I can get more people on the sure. show. Because I had like it was like what 65, 70 people watching us on Tuesday night, which was which was insane. I mean, I most I ever see is like 45 or 50 at once. I was like 65, 70 people in the chat. I was like, wow, that was yeah, just I gotta start. tell you, Bill. I can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. the same thing. I went on at nine instead of seven. And while my numbers were not hellacious like yours, right? <laughs> they weren't huge. 
they were still better than when I go on at seven. Yeah. See, that's what I'm going to do, Val. I think and I'm just so gonna... I'm thinking the same thing. I'm yeah. thinking, do I need to post later? Um, is, is there more people available? Well, if, if you look at the audience across the country, Val, seven o'clock Eastern is like uh, four o'clock on the Pacific coast. So you got, you got, you got to find that sweet spot. And I think, you know, like, like, uh, Bill saying eight thirty nine o'clock ish. I think that's the sweet spot because you know if if you go on at nine, that's three o'clock on you know nine o'clock Eastern. That's that's six o'clock uh, Pacific time, and yep. you know that that's a much more agreeable time because I know Ron Brown and Marcus Crawford on Zeno Nation they go on at nine o'clock at night. And I know Bill Thomas, um, you know he's not on the West Coast too, and he goes on at um, I think it's I think eight thirty. He's on. Um, there as well too, which is five thirty his time in Pacific time. So you know that's you know, I, and 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 the numbers tend to go up. So I think I, I agree with Val. I think I'm just going to start start doing eight thirty nine o'clock. You know, it's just uh, it's 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 more people. It's getting more people, and because uh, I was just th those numbers just blew me away, guys. I was just well, astounded by them. Val did a late night show too. What time was the late night show? It was midnight, wasn't it? Oh no, it, yeah, it was like it was like ten my time. It was, it was, it was not the same when no. I went on at uh, when I went on at nine. It was better. It just yeah. I felt more relaxed. People seemed more relaxed. It wasn't in the middle of their evening, but of course, you know. I don't know, but I was thinking about doing that because the more I'm working, the harder it is even for me to be that early. Yep. So I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking nine o'clock, you know, Eastern is a better time for me. Then I then I start at seven my time. And I'm done with dinner, I'm done with the dogs, I'm done with and it's not like you know what I'm saying, I'm not rushed. Well, you know, if if you think about it and, and just you know, the, the reasoning for this, you know, I know a lot of people that I talk to, they don't watch regular television anymore at all. Right. You know, uh, you know, for us, you know, any of the shows that we watch are DVR. We, we never almost, you know, if it's like for us, except for a sporting event, I almost never watch anything live on TV anymore. I'll always watch it I off of DVR. And, you know, a lot of people even sh have shifted over to watching things on YouTube now or, some Netflix. other streaming service like like yeah. you know Netflix or something like that or Hulu, um, you know, getting a lot a lot of their content. And the whole thing is, you know, when you, when you when you hit a, hit a sweet spot like like Paul was talking about, you know, because I think that 9 p.m. Um, Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is a real sweet spot because a lot of people are probably finishing up dinner at that time, you, you know, yeah. out on the West Coast and out on the East Coast, you know. People are kind of settling in, you know, there may be, you know, you catch people like me normally, you know, when I, you know, when I'm, I'm getting to bed, I have my iPad with me and what am I going to do? I'm watching YouTube. All right. Me too. And, and it's the same thing. You know, you'll catch people doing that. And I think that's what, that's yeah. what happened last week is that I caught these people who normally, you know, they're like, oh, Bill's on, let's watch Bill, you know, boom. Um, yep. that kind of and, thing. and you upped your game with your two co-hosts that are well known too. Yes. It was a double hit. It really was. I mean, those guys, I can't say enough about Ron and Marcus. 
Ron, Ron has been fantastic. And, you know, I had some time to spend some time with him. He came down to Florida uh, a few weeks back and absolutely enjoyed spending some time and flying. I love flying with people. And I absolutely had one of the best times flying with anybody with him. He was just, he's so personable. He's so amiable. And, and Marcus too. Marcus has such a great area to film in. He lives in Idaho. And his last video that he did, he did on the Snake River. And if you remember, you know, if, if those of you who maybe remember Evil Knievel back in the day, that's where he did his jump was was over the canyon in the Snake River. And right. some of that footage that he had from the Snake River was just absolutely breathtaking and gorgeous. I mean, I told Marcus, I said, you know what, I'd give anything to come up and fly there. And he says, well, I'd give anything to come down to Florida and fly, uh, you know, along the beach up there. So it's like it's a, it's a trade-off. But he's sure. great, too. And he does... Marcus does very thorough reviews. I mean, um, you know, when he gets out there, he's very detailed with what he talks about. If something doesn't work, you know, he still puts out a video about it and then he goes back and he tries it the next day. And that's what, that's what, that's what I like about him. And, and Ron's semi-retired and Marcus is full retired. So I told him, I said, that's the big thing I'm jealous about both of you. You're both <laughs> kind of semi and full retired. So you have time to get out there more than I do. <laughs> but they're great guys and you know and, and i want to thank bill thomas because you know that's who i met them through um you know bill I, I can't say enough about bill bill runs a great channel coast to coast drones definitely check him out he's on wednesdays at 8 30 right now um you know he's got john Coopy on there right now and i think ron is still on with him and I think he has another gentleman on. They, they really kind of more they're they're more towards FPVs right now, which is fine. That's always good. Um, you know, it's it, it's a different segment. But Bill loves drones, and he does nothing but he's a great ambassador for our hobby and, and for our sport. And um, you know, you definitely if, if for those of you who maybe you know new new to all this and everything, you need to check out Coast to Coast Drones. Bill does a great job. Um, he's a fan, like I said, a fantastic ambassador for this. And I also want to take time to mention Spin Up 2019. It's going to be October 19th down in Texas, same city. It's where Kelly Shores lives. Um, as the um, time goes on, the ticket prices go up each month. So, you know, when we go from June to July, it's going to go up. And when we go from July to August, it's going to go up. So the earlier you get tickets, the better. And ticket sales are going to be limited to 200. Um, you know, I think they had roughly about 100 there last year. So, uh, but it's it's garnered a lot of interest. So if you're interested, um, you know, I'll drop a link in the chat after after I go away um, to make sure you guys can check that out and check some of my videos out because I've dropped links in there as well. Um, and if you have if if you ever have an opportunity, you need to meet Kelly. Kelly's one of the nicest people you ever want to run into. Um, his channel is just is just stellar. He does great things and his whole attitude. He's very he's not he's not like Rick Rick Smith's like like, like very excitable. Okay. And it's still friendly, but very excitable. Kelly's very calm. He's very, he has a calm demeanor and he does, you know, he does his videos like that and he's very, but, but he does a great job and, and he's a great friend of mine as well too. So, um, definitely, you know, want to check this out and well, check up 2019 out. But I'd like to put a little, just a little something in your brain to think about. Maybe you could organize a spin up East like for January, you know, that, and, and then somebody like out West, like maybe coast to coast drones 
could have a spin up west, you know, in in uh, in, in uh, let's say May or something, you know. You know that is just an absolutely great idea, Paul. There was there's a place. Now see the big thing is, and, and this is where this is where it gets kind of. I don't want to use the word sketchy, but trying to find a place to fly, okay, that where you could get maybe 200 people, but also have access to maybe a conference room setting or something like that. That's why when Kelly did it at the ballpark, that was great. And I think he's doing it at either a former or a current Boy Scout camp that has access to some, like an indoor facility and to be able to do presentations and so forth. You know, there's a place by us. It's an old, well, it's not really an old, but it's a um, it's an air, um, airplane museum, and they actually have a couple of grass landing strips out there. But from and but the bad news is from like October through I think May, there they don't book anything on those strips because those strips are actually used by private planes to land on, and it has meeting facilities. It was it was absolutely perfect. I checked it out, but. For January, it wouldn't work. But January would be a great time to do something like that because yeah, you know. Yep, and then and then and then do it because then you would take care of the East Coast. And if like coast to coast drones out there uh, on the West End could do one another date for the West, because you know while Texas event is a great event for a lot of people in the Northeast and a lot of people out Washington and California, that's that's a hike, you know. It is. It is, Paul. You know, and I know, well, I talked to um, Art, you know, from um, Arco Drone Solutions, who's a great friend of mine. And, you know, we helped him get him, uh, you know, case for his, his Phantom 3 in a, in a Mavic Air. Um, you know, he's having trouble. He can get money for the ticket, but he's having trouble raising money for Plane Flare. He lives in Denver. And, you know, and I know there are several others who are having, are having some issues with that. And he had mentioned there are several people, I think, um, Bill Thomas as well, you know, um, yep. you know, being able to raise money for airfare. I mean, you know, for, for me, you know, it's actually, you know, I'm actually where, where I'm at, there's a direct flight from, from, uh, Tampa to, um, Austin. That's where Kelly lives, Austin, Texas, right. from Southwest. And it's actually, it's relatively, you know, reasonable as far as rates are concerned. But, you know, if you live in a lot of cities, you know, that maybe not have a direct flight to Austin, then, you know, when it's not a direct flight, that's when you start to run into into into, into exactly. issues. You yeah. know, as far as as far as you know how much that costs. So, but Paul, that is a fantastic idea. I want to talk, and that's one of the things I want to. You know, I know Kelly's on vacation; he's over in Europe right now. Yeah. But I wanted to talk to him about that and to try to and try to you know pick his brain a little bit about being able to do one, say, on the East Coast and and. Do, yep. do one on the West Coast because, you know, again, you know, this whole thing for travel, you know, when you have something on the West, I mean, you know, there are people like, I know Steve Carpenter will be out there. It's right. been up, you know, I know Rick Halber, he may not be able to get out there for that. You know, I know Bill Thomas, um, he like, he's going to, he would have trouble getting there to be able to get the funds together for that. Um, right. You know, I know um, Mike Roach, um, he lives up in Rochester, Syracuse, New York. You know, yeah. he would, you know, great people. You know, but, you know, we need to we need to make it more find a way to make these things more accessible. And I yep. think I yep. think that you hit the nail on the head with that, Paul. You really did. multiple dates would grow the audience. And, you know, it would then you could also promote people like Kelly Shore to come and visit as, you know, at, at that event or other people to come and and 
like co-host another event. Like if you did one in the Northeast and you did one in the Northwest and, and you did one more centrally, like uh, uh, someplace in Idaho or whatever, you know what I mean? It would draw in people and say, hey, I'm not left out because I can't go to Texas. Exactly. Well, you know, we had we had a mini one that, that, I, that I'll call it mini. Um, Billy Kyle came down and it was his last. Oh, September. Yeah, it was in September. And um, with Ken Dono, original Dobo, uh, we got together. There's a old water tower. It's I think it's a water tower. It's called Sulphur Springs. It was in an old drive in theater that my wife um, told me about. And it's a fantastic spot to fly. And it's a, we're near, next to an old drive-in theater, but the whole area was cleared away. It's grassy area, but unfortunately, the, the area is known for two things: homeless people hang out there, and unfortunately, there's a lot of drug deals that go down there as well, too. But um, we ended up having a great time flying there. We kind of we kind of kind of took over the place that day, and some of the homeless that were there, you know, we gave them some some drinks and some and some. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing, you know. <laughs> that's the only place. That's the only big place around here where we could get together and fly. Bill, my Bill, Bill, if you could form a Spin Up America group organization of people that would like to organize a actual and sanction it as a spin up, and get those guys. It's like Curtis Dart just said in in the uh, in the thing. He lives on the West Coast. He'd love to organize one. See, so I, then yeah. they could go out and get a committee of people together find a location then the other the spin up america committee could say yeah that's doable and that date's doable let's we'll we'll give you whatever help and resources we can well you know what i'm going to pay i'm going to i'm, I'm going to send an email to kelly and, and ask him about this and see maybe some evening if we can get a bunch of people together on a google hangout not not a live stream but a google hangout and yep. just to talk about this you know and i i, I would love to invite you to this too paul because i think you know you've had some Great ideas. I'd like Bill Thomas, you know, Curtis Dart, um, you know, get some others involved with this too, because we had a lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of people who I didn't know before, um, yep. you know, who follow me, who are subscribers in the area, which is fantastic. And, yep. you know, it, it, it just, it, it leads to nothing but good stuff. It really it does. does. And, yeah. and, and man, my, in my background, and the reason I get excited about this, Bill, is I used to be president of the, one of the biggest free fairs east of the Mississippi in the United States. And so we had a, a vast organization and a network, and we had hundreds of thousands of people who used to come to our events. And um, it, it was it was really back in the heyday, and so you get excited, you know. Oh yeah, and, and you know, and, and this is you know you, you've you've spurred something here, Paul, and I really like this. And, and and the more I think about it, the more I think this is just an idea that that, that should really take off because you know you know having one on the east coast having one centrally with kelly and having yeah. one on the west coast curtis and and i yeah. know bill would get involved with something like that would just be absolutely fantastic and you know it would make it more accessible for people yeah. To, yeah. to to come to these events and you know and and to get things you know the the other thing that i would like with this too is you know especially and get to get kelly's input because i know DJI came on board and, you know, they're sponsoring um, this as well, too. And, and, and I'm really interested in, in hearing some feedback from, um, you know, from Kelly as far as getting DJI to come on board with, you know, if, if we do it on the East Coast and on the West Coast. And there is Mr. Arco Drone Solutions exactly. himself. 
Hello, hello, everybody. Look at look at you. You got a haircut, Art. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like good. Spiffy. Yeah, I was getting pretty shaggy there for a while. Uh oh. <laughs> I heard yeah, you my guys. Wife, my wife's yelling at me. I need to get about me. My ears were burning up, so I thought, come on. <laughs> well, Art, we were just talking, and I don't know. Um, you know, Paul came up with a great idea, and this is something I want to run by Kelly Shores is to have have a, a spin up, um, you know, have his spin up, but have a spin up on the West Coast. Um, right. You know, maybe Bill Thomas and Curtis Dark could get involved with that, and then have a spin up on the East Coast where you know folks like myself and maybe you know Billy Kyle and Ken Dono um, and others can get involved with that, and, and Rick Smith, you know, to try to pull something off on the East Coast as well too, you know, because. You know, we, we talked about, and you know, you and I talked about it last week, you right. know, accessibility to get to these events. And, and it's hard for everybody. It's not it's not easy to get to these events for everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, I want to go to this event and meet all the great people who have helped me out and, uh, and to thank them personally. So that's why I want to go. Well, you know, Paul, Paul really hit, hit a great idea with this because I think, you know, um, making something so it's, you know, centrally located is, is good. But, right. you know, unless you have direct flights to Austin, Texas, you know, it starts to get real pricey for right. people. And especially, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, different people have, you know, different situations as far as income is concerned. And yeah. not everybody can can be able to afford it, you know. Um you know, and, and, and it places people in hard positions, you know, they can afford the ticket, but it may be the lodging, but they can't afford an airfare to get down there. And, you know, driving is impossible. That's just not something that's going to happen. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, when you have something on the West coast and have something on the East coast and then have something in the, in the, you know, uh, central, um, you know, like in where, where Kelly is, I think it makes it a lot more accessible. I think it mm -hmm. makes it so, you know, and especially in, and think about times a year, Roger brought up a great point, you know, to maybe in January, have it down in Florida, find a, let's, we can find a place down here in Florida, you know, who's not going to want to come to Florida <laughs> in January. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Unless you have, unless you have some rocks in your head, uh, <laughs> I think that's something you want to do. And, you know, being that Florida is a popular destination and tourist spot, you know, it's probably better as far as airfares are concerned as well. Right. too. And to maybe find a place out on the West coast, where um you know it, the same thing can happen where you know it's it's more accessible um you know airfares are cheaper um right. and there's a there's a place where you know we can we can hold an event like this mm -hmm. um you know uh, paul really hit hit a great idea with this and i think you know um like i suggested with him uh, you know get a get a round table together and just do a google hangout not a live stream but a, a google hangouts you know like kelly shore with paul with Curtis Dart, with Bill Thomas, with Ken Dono, with Billy Kyle, you know, and others and saying, you know, it would be a great thing to be able to get together and, and to be able, you know, to mm -hmm. not only fly, but to, but to have some little, little, a mini seminar with us as well too. Right. And to get to the, and the whole thing about it is, and for me, and, and I think Paul, Paul would, Paul would agree with me on this as well. You know, it, it's absolutely fun to fly, but you know what? I so enjoyed like when Ron Brown came down here, I still enjoyed meeting Ron and his wife, you know, and like mm -hmm. with, with Rick, I loved flying with Rick, but you know what? That, that's, 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 that's 25% of it. The other 75% is talking to him and spending time with him. Yeah. 
And, and that's the thing. And with Kelly, when I met Kelly at, um, you know, during, during the event for the Mavic two last year, you know, it, it was, the event was great, but you know, the big thing was I got to meet Ed Ricker as well too. And, mm -hmm. you know, and that was the first time I met Billy as well. And Ken, and you know, these are the, these are the good things, you know, it's as much as we love the technology and love the hobby and everything, it's really, it's really about making relationships and making right. friends. And, right. you know, you can't, my dad had an old saying and he said, Bill, he said, as long as you live, remember this, you can never have too many friends. That's one thing you can yeah. never have too many of. Mm -hmm. And he was right. And it's, yeah. and it's so true with this. Spin Up America events will help cultivate those relationships that will last a lifetime. Yeah, I I agree. I agree, guys. And I like I like the Florida idea because I also like fishing. So, and Florida is one of the uh, really great places to go fishing uh, because you have your fresh water and your salt water, and I I'd like that as well. Well, there, you know, there's a lot of benefits coming down, coming down here as far as Florida is concerned. Well, I have to finish my honey-do list here because <laughs> Father's Day comes comes in a hurry tomorrow. So I want to wish everyone out there, you know, U.S. Happy Father's Day. Um, um, and, and, you know, and take time if your father is still alive. Make sure you you tell you tell your father you love him and you enjoyed having time with him. Um, if your father's passed on, like mine has. You know, remember them in a great way uh, yeah. and honor them. And uh, you know, I'm I'm excited for my son-in-law because he's not quite a father yet. He's two weeks away from it, <laughs> so you know that's coming as well too. Um, yeah. Roger, Paul, Val. I know Val was on. John was yeah. on. Art, thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your day today. I know Art doesn't have his show on tonight, but again, I want to hey. put a plug in and I'll drop yeah. a link in. Um, yeah. Sally French is on at five o'clock today on yeah. Saturday afternoon, Rotor Talk Live. So be sure okay. to check us out, guys. Bill, okay? Bill, Bill, if you can, check out that hopper. See if there's any news on that. I sure will, Roger. I'll <laughs> let you know, okay? Okay. Take All care. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care, Bill. Take care, Bill. Bye. Bye.